little different today. We're going to do a video. Clearly, John is here with me. Hey, hey. You can see that, though, right? Yep. We're six <laughs> feet apart. It may not look I like it. I think so. Lay it back. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we thought we would do video. We thought we would uh, spend some time addressing clearly what's on everybody's mind and uh, what we talked about Sunday, which was clearly uh, the coronavirus and how we would handle that and uh, how we go forward. So um, I thought it would be good maybe to start with just to review that decision. I mean, I know things moved very quickly from Thursday Crazy. night. We had Crazy. a service in here. Derek was preaching. Till all of a sudden it went from, well, maybe we shouldn't all preach because I think the plan was, you know, I was supposed to preach yeah, at Lexington. That's right. Everybody's laughing. And then to, no, John will preach and it'll be a video we'll capture Saturday night to, no, we're canceling church altogether. So why don't you yeah. kind of pull the curtain back a little bit and walk through that process? Not fun. So we hate canceling anything. But uh, as, as the weekend drew on, the more information we got, first of all, we thought it'd be really good to pray. So we're going to do a brief video message and have, have y'all pray, have us pray, pray for our country, pray for uh, our county and, and all that. And then, uh, man, the thing just accelerated over the course of Saturday. And so the elders and, and I, we sat together and went back and forth and decided to cancel, kind of, kind of mixed on it. And then by Sunday afternoon, we felt pretty good about that decision, it seemed like. This thing has continued to grow, as all, all you guys know and have experienced. We hate it because you don't want to want to miss being together. There's this great joy being together and actually being able to worship out loud with our voices. But here we are, and and I find myself, uh, you know, sad by it. There's, they're sad because you know, we enjoy getting together, but also a little excited. This 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 opportunity to see who we really are as a church. To, mm. Can we step up to the plate and really carry our responsibilities well in smaller, smaller settings? So those, there's certainly both those things going on. Yeah, I, uh, I was pretty disappointed on multiple levels. I mean, anybody with kids playing ball, yeah. you know, all of that stuff's canceled. So yep. a lot of hard work that... Uh, you were 2-0. and o. I mean, I was 2-0 <laughs> ready to go. That's right. My coach pitch team. And, <laughs> right. Uh, but you think about, man, Caleb, uh, he runs track at Beachwood and... You know, been been running a month, and then get one track meet in, and it's done. And so I know that goes across Everybody. the rest of them. Yeah. Uh, band included, been working hard for some of these competitions, and now they're postponed or canceled altogether. So there's that disappointment. Um, there's the selfish disappointment that I like to preach. Yeah. And so, man, then Sunday you got to close, and you're like, man, you don't get to do that. And and then you think, um, not only that, but just the beauty of being together in the yeah. body and to hang out with people and to see folks and that gets taken away from you. And so, yeah, that's a hard decision. And then you're just watching it. You know what's coming. We kind of heard these murmurs of the school possibly closing, which makes up the decision for us. Yeah, it does, so it does. instead of waiting on that, just thinking, hey, we can we can see the writing on the wall and go from there. So. Yeah, at the end of the day, we just, we really want to be responsible with you and responsible in our community. And again, I think some other people made another decision, which is fine, and we love them, and we're, we're happy for what they did. But for us, it just we really landed on this is a responsible decision. I, one of the things that influenced me the most, just from a wisdom standpoint, was when North Carolina cut their number to 100. I'm like, that's pretty significant, and that kind of came in later in the week, so 
When you say cut the number to 100, you mean in a gathering group of people, yeah. yes. Now, they want anybody to gather over 100. Now that number has been cut again by the CDC, but yeah. Uh, Here we are. So thinking about it, uh, a lot of things had to go uh, be put in place to make it happen. And so there's a, you know, a providential piece of this that we would say that we, we are still seeing worked out. This mm-hmm. decision to go with one voice and to start utilizing video, uh, you know, a year ago is yeah. now it made it really easy to make this decision. It's still, I mean, Andy Ott had to, yes, he and, is. and his, his uh, team of, of other tech guys at the other locations and volunteers had to pull it off and had to scramble, but not near the scramble. Like, I'm not even sure this would have been an option. The, yeah. the whole live stream that we were able to pull off had we not made the decision to go video a year ago. Yeah, thankful for that decision. Yeah. It's, it's certainly right now, it's it's uh, helping us a lot. And, and kudos to Andy. Andy's yeah. been crushing it. Andy's going to need a little sleep, so you guys can <laughs> pray for Andy. Yeah. But uh, we're really proud of all of his work that he does behind the scenes. You probably don't know who he is, but he pulls all this stuff together. He's pulling this together right now. Yep. So we're thankful for that. And then, then the other really cool thing, decision we made about the same time was to uh, – bring all the groups, put all of our groups on the same page. And, right. and both of those really serving us well in this moment where the majority of our partners, for sure, but even some folks that haven't partnered yet are connected in groups and we're we're on the same page and we keep running some of that play. It's good. Yep. Um, feedback from Sunday. I, I mean, I, I watched it with uh, another family, another couple of families, and it was great. Yeah, uh, it was yeah. Fun to, we got on the back porch and – you know, turn the computer on, and we all watched it and tried to sing a little bit at the end. Uh, I didn't get too good at that, but uh, it was fun uh, to do that, kind of that, um, you know, this is what churches are doing all across all the world. All over the world. That's exactly you know, right. No big buildings, no big band, no sound system. Um, I think about missionaries who who have to get in a living room with their family and, you know, watch a, a video of a preacher back home. Yeah. And that's their church. Yep. And so it felt like you were, yeah, you know, roughing it a little bit. Yeah, but it yeah. looks like we're going to be roughing it for a little bit longer. We are. But uh, I think there were these organic watch parties, if you will, that kind of sprung up. And um, so when you talk about this opportunity to see what Radius is made of, I, I thought that was pretty good. Beautiful. I got sent several pictures from you guys. I appreciate it. I'll take more. But just pictures of people gathered around. Yeah, computer, TV, screen. And somebody techy enough to get it all in front of everybody, and then everybody just enjoying enjoying the time together, yeah. um, which looked all variety in all of our different congregations. There was there was a different different party going on, so yeah. it's great. So Sunday we made the decision to uh, to cancel services here and to live stream it so people could watch it in their home. Um, now the decision has been forced upon us because the governor has declared and the CDC mm-hmm. and the school districts, um, clearly we can't meet in groups larger than 100. I guess we could, but it would be pretty rebellious at yeah, this point and, it would be. and wouldn't be a good stewardship um, or responsibility of our neighbors no. and, and or the people of Radius. So that means for at least the next three weeks, we... Uh, are going to continue what we did on Sunday, which is deliver content for people to watch yep. uh, via video. What do you want to say about that? Yes, yeah, so, you know, it's not ideal, but I think it could be a really important time for you and your family and, and maybe a small group of friends uh, 
for us to deepen. It's, it's a there's this real, I don't know, important decision for us to make to continue to be a body even though we're apart from one another. So it shouldn't be real complicated if you if you watch last Sunday. This this next Sunday will be similar. We're going to add some music. So uh, we'll bring in a couple of our worship folks. Mike will lead that, and they'll walk us through some, some worship. So it should be a, a, a fun little season of time, though it be, uh, you know, painful as well. But it'll be something, man, we'll, we'll talk about with our kids for a long time. You remember when? Mm. Um probably more so than any other thing that's ever happened in my lifetime. So looking forward to it in some strange way. Yeah. So no services on Thursday night, no services Sunday. Um, We will, for the next three weeks, for the next three Sundays, we will continue to worship the way we did this current, this last Sunday. And this thing is fluid. It's constantly moving. Uh, Things are changing. And so we're going to continue to come to you with more information. Matter of fact, that's the plan toward the end of the week is to give uh, more information either by video or via email to let you know. But you can bank on Sunday, another live stream. Um, And like John said, uh, a little bit more interactive. There'll be some some songs, uh, some discussion questions at the end so that you and your family, as you watch this, can can uh, process it. And, and you know. Yeah, we'll update you on where we are as far as the church and the situation. But then, you know, we're going to worship some and we're going to teach the Bible. And, and so it should be a good time to rally around the Lord, remember who he is. We talked about it last Sunday, but getting our eyes on him as opposed to what's happening in the world or even on ourselves. So healthy. So looking forward to it. Um, with that said, our buildings are closed. Yes. So um, if, if you're like meetings, small groups, all the other meetings that, that take place, we have, we've said, hey, all of our buildings are closed and uh, just need to make you aware of that. So there will be a plan for small groups, we'll, which we'll talk about here in just a second. Um, the offices, and when we talk about the offices, really that's Lexington. Yeah. Um, people are working. We're here today. That's right. Um, yeah. People are in and out. So campus pastors are available. So if you need to call somebody, they're ready. They're ready to be called. They'll probably be reaching out to you this week. But uh, so we're still working. That's that's not really going to stop. But and we're going to maintain offices. But the buildings are going to be kind of locked up here for a little while. Certainly to any larger group of people. Yeah. Uh, which affects our small groups. So we have several small groups that utilize our facilities around, yep. uh, especially White Knoll here in Saluda, Lexington. Um, so that means small groups this week, we have said, hey, let's cancel those until we can come up with a better plan on how to move forward. And so you can expect more information about that by Thursday as we try to give people a virtual option yeah. for that. Yeah, we spent a bunch of time on it this morning and, uh, our guys, your campus pastor, along with Brian Kirkland, who, who works with our groups, they brainstormed a variety of ideas. Had some really good ones. Mm-hmm. They want to land them, be sure they can deliver them. And when that happens, we'll communicate. This week seemed like a good opportunity for us to catch our breath for a minute. A little rest for any of us isn't a bad idea anyway, especially uh, for all of us that have been running pretty hard. And, and then we'll go from there. So to your point earlier, because we made the decision to ask all of our partners to be in a small group, we also ask everybody to do the exact same thing, which is this discovery Bible study method, reading the same passages, using the same format. And so it really makes it pretty easy now to right. come up with a plan 
and to continue that, even though it may have a virtual feel to it, a very virtual feel to it yep. in the future, um, but still able to do this and also kind of do that that social distancing that we yeah, need yeah. to do to honor our community. So this could be just as a dad and as a parent, uh, it's this tool that, that we're working on. We'll see how it plays out exactly, and we'll get you the details on that. But it's a great tool to lead our family through this same discussion that we've been walking through all year. So uh, it's just going to shrink our group size a little bit or reformat our group size a little bit. But nothing can really stop the gospel. It's been going out for thousands of years, and this ain't going to stop it either. It's good. Um, So hopefully no later than Thursday, um, small group leaders are already being communicated with, and then... um, you should hear from them and from us about what that plan will look like. Speaking of moms and dads, yep. children, uh, I know sometimes it's easy to just think about child care for children on a Sunday morning, but they have a, a formulated curriculum that they are working through, a scope and sequence that they would like to finish through the year. And so we're creating a landing page that should be up soon where you will be able to to grab that content that your ch- uh, children have been seeing on Sunday mornings, that curriculum will continue. Some discussion questions, maybe even some uh, coloring sheets and things like that that you can, and activity sheets that your kids can can look yeah. at, participate in, and you can continue their learning as well. Yeah, I think this is just a really unique opportunity for us as parents. I mean, certainly if you have younger kids. It's a unique opportunity. We'll give you the tools, but you'll 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 be in the teacher spot. You'll be in. You'll have a tool to teach it for you, but you, you can deal with the questions. If you've got questions, you can pass them to somebody else and give them back. But there's this could be a really cool time for families to gather around. A lot of our folks are talking about having more time around the table already this week. So, could be some of the best times in your family's life. Look forward to seeing how it plays out. I mean, you're going to be a professional after all the e-learning that you're going to be helping your <laughs> yeah. child with. So you might as well do some Bible e-learning. Yep. We'll help you with a, a Bible class there at, at home. I had a buddy, I talked to him yesterday, and he said, I thought today was going to be a pretty chill day. He goes, but I've been spending all day helping my kid with this e-learning. So, <laughs> yeah, that's coming. Yeah, it is for that's us for right. sure. Uh, speaking of students, so students meet on Sunday night, middle schoolers meet on Wednesday night, obviously because the buildings are closed and those gatherings are larger than, than 50, uh, they won't be taking place. So our plan is also some sort of virtual, um, way that students can get together. More information will be coming about that as well. Yeah. So we have a variety of looks of students between our different uh, churches and, uh, but all of them have some form of small group setting. So we'll, we'll try to run a very similar play. We're running for our groups across the board for students and hopefully keep them connected. Again, students is pretty, pretty interesting thing with, uh, with teenagers who can drive and how this whole thing plays out. But we hope as a church to continue to teach, keep them connected in a, in a healthy way. We're working on that. Should have that concluded here soon. And just to your words that it's really been a plumb line of radius is to say that parents, you're the number one disciple Absolutely. in the life of, your, uh, life of your kids. And so whether that's a, a, an elementary school or a middle school or a high school, or this is a great opportunity for you to speak into this situation, for you to lead spiritually, um, it, 
They don't need to be here on Sunday night. They don't need to be here on Wednesday night. Their faith doesn't have to take a break no more than yours does. And so we encourage you to be creative in ways that you can talk about Jesus, the gospel, and and God's word. Yeah, I think it's going to be a a really good season for our church. And I mean, I anticipate as we, in in reality, suffer in ways that we haven't as a country. Mm. This deepens us. I mean, this could be one of the greatest blessings for your family. I mean, even some of the suffering that everybody's having to just look at me, even me walking through my kids, how much money's been lost by some of the families that they know with the with the change in the economy and the fear that's there. All that is so healthy for our kids to have to wrestle with. And for us, I mean, we, we've been used to having, you know, what we wanted in, in, at some level. Mm-hmm. So walking your kids through the Bible to, together during that season, man, don't make any more sense than that. It's, it, this could be a wonderful time. A hard but wonderful time. So you challenged a Sunday to fast. Yeah. And uh, the Johnson family wasn't real happy about that. <laughs> so we, uh, so as soon as you said, hey, as soon as you close the computer, shut down social media, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not on Facebook. My wife's on Facebook. So she took that fast seriously. I'm on Twitter, so I just deleted that app mm-hmm. from my, yep. my deal. And, and some big happenings happened with my Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> and I wasn't able to find out about it because right. I follow those guys, those, those right. beat reporters. Um, and so we did that fast. But the other thing, I looked at my kids and said, well, you guys don't do social media, and we don't really watch the news. Um, we decided just to fast from TV. So okay. no, no screen time till for those uh, – I mean, Monday night. So they yeah. went They went to bed. So we did that. And then um, we we tried your challenge Monday. Okay. With the whole family where we said, all right, we're not going to eat till wow. supper. Okay. And, uh, man, you talk about some teaching. <laughs> yeah. I'm not really sure we got the spirit of fasting in my house. <laughs> That's great. That's great. But it was uh, it was fun to walk through it. Yeah. Um, and... It, <laughs> And they were hungry. I bet supper was good, yeah. (laughs) It was. We had some kind of chicken soup last night with rice. Best chicken soup with rice I ever had. (laughs) It was was good. That's funny. Now, the fasting, I I had multiple people reach out to me and just say they they pulled down their... the social media stuff for a couple of days. And uh, just, I just think it's this really strong statement on where we get our information that at the end of the day, we trust the Lord, not some outlet that has no allegiance to our God. Mm. Uh, I, it scares me the way the church has become dependent, uh, certainly on the news outlets and even even on random social media posts to get all their information. And then actually, we, we talk about formation. They're actually being formed by all this information. Mm. To take a little break from it, it's amazing the, the anxiety that lifts when you're not constantly hearing somebody gripe complain or just share bad news because people read the bad news yeah uh, so it was, it was a good day it was a great day for us and, and the food is certainly a whole nother level i mean oh, from man. a pain level but for some people to take shutting that uh, facebook account down or twitter account that was a big deal and so i'm really thankful and proud of you if you did appreciate you participating with us yeah the the passage in second chronicles 20 which i, I thought was uh, well done you know the the idea of of their clearly is a need for Jehoshaphat to call the people to fast. Mm. Um, there, there's this uh, a need to refocus on seeking the Lord, uh, which is, I think, where we are mm-hmm. and where, where you, you uh, led us on Sunday. And so um, I thought it was just interesting in terms of, you know, 
walking through that with my kids and even thinking about that myself is, are there things that should cause us to pause and to say, seek the Lord. And if there's ever a time when there just seems like we're constantly seeking the next bit of news, what's the next thing that's closed? What's the next thing that's happened? And for us to pause from that and say, maybe I shouldn't be seeking all the information about COVID-19 and maybe start seeking God's face. That was a great challenge. Yeah, it was a good day. You know, I noticed a couple people would give me a little news during the course of the day, yesterday. And the way I responded to that news, like, because I wasn't getting it anywhere else. It was mm. just like I, I had too much excitement about news. Mm. Uh, my son told me that uh, the Clemson receiver got traded from the Texans, you know, <laughs> Nuke. And, and, and I hadn't heard any news all day. And it was just like, it's, it's too important. It's a too important part of my life. And I think all of us, if you took the day off yesterday, you, you uh, start realizing how important some things that aren't that important are. Yeah. And how some of us learning that we traded our family for activity, you're gaining some family time back. It's, it's, it's just this good ex- exercise. Cheryl and I both had to examine our, our hearts on a variety of things. It's so easy to run fast and not really connect with the Lord, but feel like I am because I'm active. So it's a healthy exercise. Yeah. As you went through the passage on Sunday, you skipped around in Jehoshaphat's prayer. So yep. you didn't read the whole thing. That's right. Um, you, 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 you went out to, to verse 9 and 10, I believe. But when I was reading through it, I, as you were talking, I just kind of skimming through the rest of that prayer. And he starts it with Yahweh, the God of our ancestors. Are you not the God who is in heaven? And do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the nations? Power and might are in your hand and no one can stand against you. And then he, he goes through this... Um, a little bit of history mm-hmm. to remind, remind them, them. Mm-hmm. of how God, how good God has been to them. Are you not the God who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel, who gave it forever to the descendants of Abraham, your friend, and that they lived in the land and you built a sanctuary in it for your name, as you have said? Um, anyway, it just was great to, as I thought about that, we get in these times and we get so focused on the here and now mm-hmm. and just sometimes good to reflect and think and God has been faithful in the past mm-hmm. he will be faithful today and he will be faithful in the future mm-hmm. um, and it's just really interesting when I read that prayer and then he finally goes now verse 10 yeah that's that's a good way to pray it is indeed and he's connected I think it's something important for us to be connected to our history so he's, he's praying for the now because of all the pressure and pain that they're anticipating. But he's connected to their history. And that's, that's a great way for the church to respond. The church has been through all kinds of stuff. Hmm. We're connected to that history. We're a part of the church. There's much part. We're, we're the same. Somebody lived in 200 AD is the same. We're, we're all part of the church and we're connected. So we can go back to how they handled suffering or difficult times and, and hold on to it. And at the same time, pray that the Lord would... Be gracious to us right now. Yeah. That's good. Next. I love the way they ended. They worship. Mm, yeah. So finally, and for me, like, praying often finally moves my eyes off of the other and gets me to a point of remembering who he is. And that, that, that close where they come to worship, that is, that's powerful. And it's where we need to be as a people. Yeah. Um, as you think through the next couple of weeks, um, 
we're gonna we're gonna finish Joseph at some point. Yeah, we gotta finish Joseph. <laughs> we, got, we got all the way to the punchline. <laughs> we we, we uh, we're gonna finish him, but it won't be Sunday. Yeah. Uh, but we think through this. I mean, clearly there are some things we need to talk about, and uh, we're going to try to address those over the next couple of Sundays. That's right. And um, I, I, in a timely way, as the people are anxious, uh, we 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 want to listen to things that are fearful. That's what the media sells us. That that's what sells things. Um, so for us to think about how do we rest? How do we deal with this anxiety? Mm-hmm. I think in a week or two, it's going to become even more practical. How do we deal with cabin fever? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I mean, there, I think there's some sp- specific things we need to handle. Yep. Um, and so I guess just to ask you, you know, family meals for you isn't new. No. no. Devotional around the table isn't new. No. Nope. And so maybe a couple of practical things you could leave us with um, for those out there who are thinking this is new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, family meals, old time. We, we've been doing that through the years. Less as the as the kids get older, so maybe you have older kids. But now they're they're not going anywhere either. So we even have the older kids at the table. Mm. Um, and so easy stuff is there's no phones at the table. So you got to you got to kill all the other noise, mm. or you can't get anything done at the dinner table. And then for us, we everybody's a little different. But we eat and then we talk. And then we, I got a bunch of boys. We got to eat first, so we <laughs> eat, and then we talk. But everybody knows we're going to stay at the table. So when you build this culture, there's this expectation to stay at the table. And, and you know, that's a parenting. There's a little bit of a authority piece that you have to impose just to keep them at the table before you even get to any devotion. We're going to stay at the table. And then I mix it up. For, for some, you could take a tool, and we could help you with that if you want it. Uh, if your children are really young, there's a little storybook, a little Bible storybook that's great to read. And they just get the big concepts of the Bible. When they get a little older, I, I play games. And this is my sweet spot. But I, we, you know, I do. The kids were talking about the other night. I let I pick a person in the Bible, and they got to guess who it is, and they can ask a question, mm. and they work around. At my table, this is ultimate competition. I'm not sure how godly this whole thing is because <laughs> they are trying to win this, and it, it works on me. And then so if I pull out some random character out of the Bible, you got. Yeah, I know for some of you, you're saying I can't apply that. You can apply that with Adam. You can apply it with anybody you know in the Bible. Mm. And you just have them ask questions to discover who that is. A lot of us do this in all other realms of the world. I mean, like if it's sports or if it's it's on our job, we're creative. And it's just this moment where you have to slow down and take that same creativity and take truths about God and, and unpack it. But if your kids can grab some of the stories... There's so much formation, that word you use a lot, that comes from knowing the stories, the mm-hmm. characters of God in the Bible. You yeah. guys do this a lot, too, though, at the, at the dinner table. Yeah, I, and even you sharing just a minute ago, you've you got, I mean, everybody together. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd eat together. I mean, you clearly, there's nowhere else to go, yeah. whether that's cooking or ordering in or yep. whatever. Get everybody around the table. Um, you know, I... Just thinking about, man, we, we don't have to worry about being at ball games or practices or anything else. We're here. That's right. That's right. And so we're not going to schedule anything in that time. And so I would just say even number one step would be just to get around the table. For us, we sometimes we talk about um, how we see things in the culture that borrow from the big story. That's what we call it. So right. that could be a show we've watched, that could be a book we're reading where we see sacrifice, where we see good and evil, where we see temptation, um, virtues in scripture that are held high even mm-hmm. today in society. And so we pull them out and talk about them. 
uh, in a way that they're, they're, they're confronted with it. And so if they're reading in a book, let's hear about it. And just trying to get my kids to see everything. Media, reading, school, through the lens of um, there's a bigger story out there. And that's the story of the gospel and God's glory. And everything's just borrowing from that. Really so good. that's an easy way for us to do it. And then sometimes we, you know, clearly we had to, ha- we had to talk about fasting. Monday morning yeah. we woke up. I wish I could have seen that. That's yeah, great. the kids were like, are we really going to do this? Because mom. Terry cooks breakfast now. I know, man. And, you want to uh, visit the Johnsons for breakfast, I'm going to tell you. So they were looking at us like, people going crazy. So we were, we were actually had a, this do or die moment where we were like, <laughs> are we in or not? Yeah, yeah. Because if we're in, we're going to quit complaining. If we're not, yeah. then we're going to have to get to cooking. So anyway, so sometimes you just have to have those moments where you talk and teach and have a, yes. uh, a one-on-one. And man, the fasting, was you, you just hand-delivered it to us. And uh you know, like I said, I'm not sure we got the spirit of it, but we tried it <laughs> and we good. learned about it anyway. Yeah. So it's good. You know, anything you can at a table with a parent, like I'll go, uh, who's your best friend? You could work anything. So, so, so the Bible is one step, but who's your best friend? And you just got to keep pounding questions. And, and all of you guys know this. Sometimes those answers don't come back great. So you got to keep working it. Mm-hmm. Like, who's your best friend? Jimmy. And then when, when it's Jimmy, why is Jimmy your best friend? You're working down. So you, you're actually... You're teaching as you're discovering. You're you're discovering a little bit about your kids, but you're you're forming this culture around the table that we're all invested in Malachi's friend, and it, it's it's a it's a healthy healthy thing for the family. So yeah. this could be a great season for us. Three weeks for sure, and so yeah, me, yeah. I, I would encourage all of us to get as many meals together as we can, mm-hmm. uh, many good conversations as we can. We're a game family, so we've already been <laughs> trying to play games at night and do that kind of stuff. So whatever it is that y'all's niche, then, man, make the most of it. And hopefully, you know, like you said, years from now you're going to look back and say, hey, remember those three weeks where we didn't have school and we did this. Yes. So, Yeah, you really, we're really all making a choice right now how to lead the family. I want my kids to feel it. Like This is a big deal. But also, I'm looking forward to them raising their kids and talking about this season. So how we lead them through it, uh, man, it could have a lifelong impact. Could be the most important season of their childhood. Mm. It's, a, it's, a, it's a big deal. And I think for our, we got single folks. We got folks that uh, their kids are grown. So they're dealing with this at a whole different level. And there's right. still all this room for community. I, I'm reminding everybody they got a phone and they can talk on it. So, like, if you're single and, and you don't have, like, a family to hang out with, like, get on the phone, call. Like, you could actually talk on this thing. You don't have to text and increase our, our minutes together, but just, just not in the normal way. We'll look forward to sitting at Chick-fil-A again, but for, for a little season, it looks like we're going to be working the phones. That's good. Um, I, I think that's it. I think that covers us for this week. Uh, we wanted to just touch base with you, uh, not just audio, but with video, give you some updates. That's coming more, so just be on the lookout in the next couple of days, no later than Thursday. And then also know the next three weeks, we're going to do exactly what we just did live stream. And um, we're going to make the best of this. And I think it's a great opportunity for the church to be decentralized because yep. that's what it is. It, it is, is decentralized in Christ Jesus. And so we, we will uh, we'll make the most of this opportunity. In that spirit, I want to I tell you, we, I just sat with all of uh, the different campus pastors. So they've spoken into this. We just happen to be the two on the, on the video right now. But this is a group effort. And those guys have done a great job. And they love you. want to say that we love you. And I, what I really want to do is close by praying over everybody. On, yep. on. Lord, 
Times like this, sometimes I don't have the right words, but I always know how to do this. And I'm so thankful for that, Lord. Recognize that uh, as a church, we have just such a huge variety of people. And, and some folks right now, this, this hasn't been a huge deal. And they're just kind of doing their job and loving their family. And other folks, it's already impacted them very directly. And they're worried about tomorrow. And Lord, I pray you go to them. You say in 2 Corinthians, you're a God of comfort. I pray you would go comfort them, Lord. I pray that you bring peace uh, where there's anxiety. And then use us, Lord. We, we want to be your, you say that we're your body and we want to act like it. So show us how to love each other, even if we can't see each other. So show us how to get together, whether it be uh, by phone or by video or however so it so happens, Lord, we want to do a really good job of being the church during this season, Lord. Show us the needs that we need to met, meet. Show us how to meet them, Lord. We, we trust you with that. Uh, I just want to remind uh, you, Lord, who you say you are. You, you, you say you're sovereign in control. We believe that. And we state it out loud. And uh, we trust you during this season. Pray in the great name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks, John. And. We'll be back again next Tuesday.